Hi everyone, this is Jenna Schneider and welcome to the She Leads Her Life podcast. Thank you for being here today and thank you for our supportive community. I always love getting messages from our listeners and thank you to those that have taken time to leave a message on the She Leads Her Life podcast. I really do appreciate it and that helps us gauge what your thoughts are on the podcast and also what you would like to hear as listeners. Well, guys, there is a lot going on in the world. I have been meaning to hop on and do a podcast the last couple days. And to be honest, everything has felt so heavy. And I've been saying that for six months. And so today, with everything that is going on in the world, I thought, okay, what can we talk about as a She Leads Her Life community that we have control over? What we don't have control over is a lot right now going on in our country and in the world. But something I want to talk about today is the idea of rhythms. And I have talked about this in the past, but I wanted to do a little bit more of a deep dive into it. Now, many of us were brought up and our culture is to check things off of our list that if we have a planner, we put items in appointments at one o'clock. We're going to do something at two o'clock. In rhythms, you have to shift your mindset a little bit. And there actually isn't a better time to go back to the foundations of what rhythms are. So to give you a real basic idea of what rhythms are is certain things that happen throughout your day to bookend them, but also that lay the foundation and give structure to your day. I don't know about you, but my husband and I were just talking about the lack of structure since this pandemic has begun and how we've had to shift our expectations through that lack of structure. Currently, if you're a listener, my children and us, our family lives in Madison, Wisconsin, and my children's schools are currently virtual, as many schools are in the U.S. because of the pandemic. But I do know of people that whose kids are going back to school in somewhat of a hybrid model. Unfortunately, that is not an option for us right now. So we did try virtual for a bit And it just was not a good fit for my children. And I know some kids are thriving with it. So we chose to switch to homeschool. And I did go over that a little bit in the last podcast episode. But I'll do a a little bit more of a dive into that as well as we talk about rhythms. But as we look at rhythms in a day, there are certain things that when we wake up, When a child wakes up and they learn the habit of making their bed and then they get up and they go brush their teeth. There isn't necessarily an set time that they have to get that done, but those are items. Those are rhythms in their day. It's that they go downstairs and have breakfast. Maybe you do a family devotional together and then you get dressed. So you kind of get the idea of what different rhythms look like throughout the day. The Magnolia Journal is one of my favorites. If you are a Chip and Joanna Gaines fan, I would highly recommend it. 
And there is an excerpt in the latest issue, which is the fall issue. It says issue number 16, where she talks about rhythms. And so I thought I would read this to all of you as well to give you an idea as we've been talking about rhythms. It says, nature dances to a rhythm in the way the sun rises and sets, in the bird's song at sunrise and in the cricket's chirp at sunset, in the way each season moves us along throughout the year, the annual cadence of a rainy April, giving way to a hot July, giving way to a crisp October, giving way to a cold January, and the thousands of little orchestras that follow the tempo of that grand symphony. The flowers move to the rhythm of the seasons, sprouting and budding and blooming and dying. Humanity dances to a rhythm. And the holidays we celebrate and the, and the order in which they come. Costumes and candy give way to turkey and football, which give way to carols and gifts wrapped under the tree. We find rhythm in our daily commute, in the voice of the radio DJ's morning report, in the stoplights and exits, in the pleasantries exchanged with the coffee shop barista. Rhythm comes with bodies that must be fed three times a day, give or take, with daily prayer and weekly meetings and monthly girls' nights and yearly Super Bowl games. We create bedtime rhythms. We bathe our kids, brush their teeth, read them a story, tuck them in, and sing a song. There is peace and rhythm. There is security and predictability. Not a stagnant sort of predictability, just enough to make us feel like everything is going to be okay. Just enough to give us something to look forward to. Because while there's a lot of rhythm, there's also a lot of chaos. There are unexpected bills to pay, relationships to maintain, natural disasters, an ongoing to-do list that will never be completely finished, flat tires, bad moods, and burnt dinners. And then there's the sun rising again, and then there's our lungs exhaling again, and then there's Thanksgiving right around the corner. We'll take our afternoon coffee break. We'll say a prayer. We'll look up and see ducks flying south for the winter. We'll cross the next thing off our to-do list. We'll get a new coat for winter. We'll plan a summer trip. We'll go for an evening walk. And we'll tap our feet. We'll sway back and forth. We'll clap our hands. We'll lean into the rhythms of our lives because they give us a sense of place in our story cluing us in to where we've been and where we might expect to go next, offering us familiarity in the midst of a chaotic world. Like our lungs filling with air and then emptying themselves and filling up again, like the ocean tides and the morning cups of tea and the annual harvest festival, we embrace the rhythm of the season and we find peace in the way it moves us. I thought that was such a beautifully written piece and it really did make me feel grounded when I read it because as I was pondering this morning in my quiet time how I was feeling and what was going on in the news and everything that is going on with the election 
and really what the last six months has looked like for our family. Our rhythms have been completely up, been up and taken out of any kind of normalcy that we were used to. And so what I want to share today with you guys is let's get back and focus on the rhythms that we can control, that we have the ability to spark the joy in our days again with rhythms that we are able to set into motion. I know many of you have children that listen to this podcast and many of you may not, but today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, rhythms in what our days are looking like in the homeschool realm. Something that has been working well for us is in the morning, having the girls wake up and get outside and breathe some fresh air. Now, I know that is not always going to be true, especially in Wisconsin winters. Yes, they will bundle up, but they probably won't want to stay outside for long. But they get their energy out in the morning. And then I have them um, come back in before we start schoolwork. As I shared before, we are using Time for Learning So they are on their screens in the morning and that covers a pretty rigorous curriculum, but I have really enjoyed how organized it is and I can set up how much I want them to accomplish each day. Um, I often will look at the weather too. If it's going to be a beautiful day out, I might cut back on one day and add more on a day that I know it's going to be rainy so we can enjoy the outdoors a bit more. So then they come back in, they do their online um, time for learning work, take a little break, take the dogs for a walk, come back in before lunch, do about a half hour more of work, and then right around noon, which it is right now, um, they go outside for about an hour to an hour and a half. They come back in, they eat some lunch, um, and then we do about a half hour of quiet reading time. Now, my fourth grader, Uh, has a little easier time with this than my second grader. My second grader is a busy body and she likes to get out and move. But this is really good for her to train her to be able to sit quietly. And what I do is I give them each a basket. And in that basket includes a book of my choice, a book of their choice, and then a journal with Um, either a pencil or some markers or something. And for that half hour, I just ask that they read a bit and then color. And then at the end of that, we do some read aloud time together. They go back outside, come back in, and then we finish up the day with some handwriting or um, letters to grandparents or Um, worksheets. I haven't been doing as many worksheets because I find um, to end our day with that seems a little, (laughs) you don't want to end on a low point. And so that or even on the other day, it was really rainy out. And after I had them do all of their curriculum work and reading and writing, um, they watched the program Nova and OVA on PBS. And there, guys, there is some fantastic episodes that basically would cover um, the science portion, science learning of the day. And we just watched an episode about animals and fossils and um, different time periods where 
the dinosaurs roamed and different um, fossils were discovered. And it was fascinating. I was even learning a lot. That's a beautiful thing with homeschool, too, is I can't believe how much I'm revisiting and relearning and um, really trying to open up the valve back open for them for, you know, what do you want to learn today, guys? What different things can we add into our rhythms that you're going to be excited about? Now, are they excited every morning to um, do their curriculum work? No, but they know that is part of their daily systems and daily process. Their preschool teacher, Denise Merkin, who I've had on this show many times, I will never forget um, when she told me about daily schedules, daily rhythms, and discipline, and how they all kind of go hand in hand, and that the rhythms and the day-to-day life and um, even giving children boundaries all work together to make children feel safe and secure. And I see that to be true even with myself. When I know what our day is going to kind of look like and how it might run. Now, guys, there are always interruptions. But if we can kind of have these foundational rhythms planned out for our week as a family, it just seems to set everything in forward motion a little bit easier. And there seems to be more white space then to really enjoy the day instead of rushing to the very next thing. Julie Bogart wrote The Brave Learner, and I highly recommend this, that for anyone um, that is working with their kids in homeschool or even with virtual learning, guys, schooling and education looks very different during a pandemic Um. And I really liked what she had to say about seasonal schooling. So like the excerpt said in the journal article that I read, there are rhythms to our day-to-day lives, but then there are also rhythms to seasons. And even, I don't know about you, but didn't your back-to-school feel different? Didn't the fall already feel a bit different during a pandemic Um And I know going into the holidays, they are going to feel very different as well. But she talks a little bit about rhythms and seasonal schooling. And I'll read to you what she wrote. It says, I have a saying, classical education in the fall, unit study. So classical education is really doing a deep dive into your reading, your social studies, your math, um, and picking those apart each and every day. A classical mindset is also like what something closer you would find in a school. Unit studies in winter and unschooling in the spring. There's a tendency to be ship-shaped schoolish in the fall when all the books are easy to locate and every pencil is sharp. By winter, home educators gravitate to unit studies and projects. But once the first waves of spring arrives, everyone wants to head outdoors. It's natural that big projects, sports, and nature hikes dominate. Everyone's tired from all the scholastic effort. Plan your homeschool with these seasonal shifts in mind, and you'll feel so much better when your homeschool dribbles to an unceremonious end in mid-May. Use the fall for the dedicated book study, plan projects for winter, and schedule field trips in the spring, for instance. 
If you use the idea of routine, interval training, and rhythms and seasons to help you create a reasonable expectations, your kids will feel so much more able to cooperate with your academic goals for them. This translates over to adults as well. I know many of my clients through Jenna Schneider Coaching have been struggling with the upheaval of what their day-to-day rhythms and habits um, and schedule have looked like since the shift in the pandemic. And if I'm going to give any advice to listeners today is to get out a pen and paper. There's something about the pen to paper um, writing out that really gets ingrained into those brainwave connections. But write out what are three foundational things to your day. For me, it is some type of quiet time slash and then my workout. So if I don't get my workout in in the morning, I can really feel my, (laughs) you guys, it almost feels like my skin's starting to crawl. Like that is a habit I have ingrained in my day-to-day life. And it is just about as much for my mental health as it is for my physical health. So that always sets me on the right track. It may not be right for everyone, but it is a game changer for me. I am so much more productive. I am happier and I feel better about myself and what I have ahead for the day if I get that workout in, which 95% of the, I would say 99% of the time I do. It has just become that ingrained in who I am. I also make sure that I have some type of connection with each family member. Does it happen every single day? No. But I think of that as a rhythm, making sure that I'm intentional about really connecting with each person that lives under my roof every day. And then lastly, making sure I have some type of self-care. Those kind of foundational um, rhythms in my day are really important. So that can be taking a bath or making sure that I have 20 minutes set aside to go read a book or research something that I'm really interested in because moms and dads right now, um, there is a lot of energy being poured outward. And is that a blessing? Yes. But you also have to make sure that you are taking time to doing things and researching things that pour into you, right? I often would say go um, spend time with someone that makes you feel better about yourself. But there are obviously limitations with social distancing and everything that is going on. And so it's just having to reinvent what is going to spark joy in your life What rhythms can you implement into your day that are going to give safeguards and make everybody in the family um, feel safe and that they have a little bit of structure? I am just speaking from experience, guys. My, um, I can always tell when my kids are at each other fighting more is when there's not a clear picture of what the rhythms of our day are going to be. Now, that is not saying I don't make a to-do list 30 bullets long for my kids each and every day. I think they would go crazy. I would go crazy. 
but they know the expectations of different things that are going to happen throughout the day. They know at noon is when we take lunch break and they get to go outside and play for an hour and a half. And that rhythm has just been incorporated into their day and they expect it and what in return has happened is they work really, really hard, especially from like 11 to noon when they know they need to get their work done and checked off by mom and done well, then they get to go outside and play. And so this isn't meant to, um, give you a to-do list, but this is meant to encourage you to have control over something still, guys. Let's turn off the news after we've watched it for five minutes, we don't need to keep seeing the same thing over and over. Let's delve into good self-development. Let's reach out to people that are going to fill our cup. Let's incorporate some daily rhythms that um, are attainable, but also are going to give all of us joy. If that is putting on a dance party and putting on music, um, at the end of the night for 10 minutes for the whole family to jam out to, that can be a small daily rhythm that can just turn that day around and end on a good note. Um, but you guys have to find out what is going to work for your family and just give some intentional thought in writing to that. I'm sending everyone in the She Leads Her Life community a lot of encouragement and good positive energy and spread the energy Spread the kindness. We all need it right now.